Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is very simple. Rocket can. I'm hanging out with super producer and host Dave Shepard. I'm being joined by everybody listening all over North America. This show gets broadcast out to Houston, to Buffalo, to Baltimore, to Seattle. Hey, I'll be out in Seattle next week. Shout-outs to my friends in Arizona, all my people in Las Vegas, my friends in Chicago, Milwaukee. Miami, Tampa, Jacksonville, here in Atlanta, Georgia, Baltimore. I was in Baltimore yesterday. I'm going to share a cool conversation I had with you in Baltimore. We'll do that. And I don't know, right before I roll out later on in this hour. Much love to everybody in Southern California, Northern California, out in the desert of California, of Arizona. Thank you to everybody. I didn't forget you either, Hawaii and Alaska. If you want to talk to me, it's simple. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's at JR Sport Brief everywhere on social media. And I didn't forget my friends in Canada. Right before we went to break, we talked about the World Cup. The United States of America, congratulations to them. They will be moving on. They beat Iran today. One to nothing. You want to know what a United States of America victory sounds like? You don't have to think about it. You can listen to it here, courtesy of Fox. Rezaon back inside. U.S. players are gassed. Iranians are up. It comes into the box again. An Iranian player looking for a penalty. And the game is over. If you love football, you hate football, the United States of America, their next matchup is do or die. Win or move on and lose and come back home. They take on the Netherlands this upcoming Saturday at 10 Eastern, 7 Pacific. That's in the morning time. And so if you don't like soccer or you're into it or you just want to root for the United States of America, go ahead and tune in. Leading up to this game, right before we went to break, we talked about some of the unfortunate events leading up to the World Cup. Overall, the host nation, host country Qatar, basically bribed FIFA to get its hands on the World Cup. It's 120 degrees in the summertime. 
They had to move the World Cup because, uh, no duh, you can't play in 120 degrees without killing human beings. Uh, But they actually built these stadiums in 120-degree weather. They had migrants come in from neighboring countries to build it in 120-degree heat. And uh, if you ask Qatar, they'll say about, eh, I don't know, 500, 600 people died. And if you ask uh, some Western countries who have checked in with other countries who have to ship bodies back to their home country, they will say it's closer to five to 6,000 individuals who have died building these stadiums. And so the, the World Cup, just like the Olympics, always has a little bit of a, a stench to it most times. The, the governing bodies can be a little bit dirty or maybe very dirty and corrupt. And sometimes uh, some of the, the, the issues in the host countries can overshadow the football. And even FIFA has said, oh, we need to use football to unite. Well, listen to this journalist from Iran. Ask Tyler Adams about, you know, the United States of America. You tell me if this reporter's question to Tyler Adams is something used to unite. First of all, you say you support the Iranian people, but you're pronouncing our country's name wrong. Our country is named Iran, not Iran. Please, once and for all, let's get this clear. Second of all, um, are you okay to be representing a country that has so much discrimination against black people in its own borders? My apologies on uh, the mispronunciation of your country. Um, Yeah, that being said, you know, there's discrimination uh, everywhere you go. Um, You know, one thing that I've learned, especially from living abroad in the past years and uh, having to fit in in different cultures and kind of assimilate into different cultures, is that in the U.S. we're, we're continuing to make progress uh, every single day. Like you just educated me now on the pronunciation of, of your country. So, um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a process. I think as, as long as you see progress, uh, that's the most important thing. Damn. I mean, every country has its problems. Every country. There's no such thing as a perfect country. United States of America is far from perfect. But I mean, damn. And by the way, that that gentleman, the who asked, I don't want to call him a gentleman, the guy who asked the question from Iran, I mean, he basically works for the government. And so FIFA can talk about, oh, well, we need to use football to unite. Did that sound like a unifying question? The head coach of the United States States men's national team, he was asked about inflation and whether or not Americans are actually supporting the United States of America. His question was like, hey, I was just in New York a couple of weeks ago. It didn't seem like anybody cared about the World Cup. Uh, Does the inflation in the United States of America, does the high cost, does that factor into no one giving a damn? That was basically his question. And so there's there's always just, it's it's, it's tough to sit down and watch at times. You got to make a choice. I can sit and watch the game. I think it's a personal choice, but you would not catch me in Qatar. And I know a lot of people even go vacationing, you know, even in, in other parts of the country and other parts of the world. And other, there's some places I just I've been all over the world. There's some places I do not want to go. 855-212-4CBS. How are you feeling about the World Cup? Max is calling from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. How are you doing, Jeff? We are doing good. Speaking for myself. What's up? So... 
I've been around soccer my whole life. I play it. I've coached it. I've watched it. I've uh, been a, a observant of it. And Max, Max, <laughs> Max, your phone connection is terrible, Max. Uh, come back. I'm not. I'm not hanging up on you, but please try and come back clear. Daniel is calling from San Diego. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, buddy? Great what's going to your on? Show, but, um, yeah, it's uh, definitely hard watching the World Cup. It's been hard really watching the World Cup. Like 2008 in South Africa shouldn't have been in South Africa either. Um, those stadiums aren't even being used anymore. They're just growing vines. Um, I wonder what's going to happen to these stadiums, to be honest. I don't think they have, like, a league to support it afterwards. So those will probably just turn to rubbish. But um, congrats to USA beating Iran. I think I think I said that right, hopefully. Um, and then, yeah, it, I don't know. It's difficult to watch, but I'll turn it on in the morning and probably fall asleep sometimes and then wake up to a goal, like the crowd cheering wakes me up. So Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, good Good luck, Daniel. Thank you for calling from San Diego. And, no, it's it's the same thing that, that takes place with the World Cup. Like there's, there's massive amounts of money that are invested into uh, these cities, these countries. And, and let's be clear, the United States of America is going to be hosting a World Cup. The World Cup is coming to the United States of America and North America, I might add. I believe in 2026, and we are using every resource possible. How about this? We don't have to build stadiums. We have them all over the damn place. Here in Atlanta, Mercedes-Benz is going to be used for the World Cup. SoFi Stadium. Kansas City. I forgot what they call that stupid thing now. Doha, Gaha, gave it a stupid name. But where the Chiefs play. You can think about the, the Meadowlands up in Toronto, I believe, will be used. We're going to use everything. These things have been built already. Unfortunately, some of these stadiums via taxpayers, but it's better than shipping in people and, and having them die out in, I don't know, 90-degree heat. 855-212-4CBS. Max is here. I hope his phone works. He's from Buffalo. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Jerry, you got me now? I do. What's up? So, I've been around soccer my whole life, watched it, played it. Um, I think the big thing about the World Cup happens every four years. A lot of the atrocities are terrible, but the thing is, it brings the people together in these countries. I mean, soccer in other countries are... A lot of people in the U.S. can't comprehend. It would be like if the NFL had an all-U.S. team, and every big country had a massive team, and we put all of our teams to the side, and we all came for America. It's That's how it is for soccer in these countries, and there's war and poverty and all this crazy political sh- stuff. But when the World Cup comes around, it's for the people. I know the governments involved are are horrendous, but... For the Iranian people, for the Qatarian people, for the Saudi Arabian people, when this comes around, they put everything aside, and this yes. is the most important thing. Uh, and yes. 
yeah, I think we're aware of that, Max. What else you got? Last thing is go Bills. Okay, thank you, Max. No, I, I could have said that, and I will summarize that in, I think, an even better way. We know this. The United States of America is not a, a hotbed for soccer or football, whatever the hell you want to call it, depending on where you're from. We have our own sports. There are a multitude of sports. Soccer is the global sport. Football is the global sport. It's not the sport for the United States of America. I think I'm talking, for the most part, to people in America right now. I'm talking to my friends in Canada. I'm talking to my friends all over the USA. It's not at the top of the totem pole. Soccer is growing. It is. You know, where it stands in the United States of America in, in, in 30 and 40 years, man, I, it, it's going to be there. It's not going anywhere. It's going to continue to grow by leaps and bounds. But it's not there yet. And even in another 30, 40, 50 years, it's still going to be dominated by every other inch and corner of the planet. You know, I have walked through through i don't even know if i want to call it an alley i have walked through slums in india and have spoken to young boys and young girls who don't speak english but we can talk about football who's your favorite player messi ronaldo i can have a conversation with someone who doesn't even speak the same language as me just by talking about a player's name it's not the same here for some of our athletes. People, don't, people may know Tom Brady, but the rest of the world don't know who this man is like a Messi or Ronaldo. And so we get that. That doesn't take away how terrible some of these situations are, scenarios, man. It doesn't. Iran is going through a whole uprising that has nothing to do with football. And unfortunately, their own players are being threatened because of it. You better support us publicly during the World Cup. Otherwise, you will have hell to pay when you come home. Whoa. Could you imagine, I don't know, LeBron, Kobe, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, you know, going out to Barcelona, and if you don't win, we're going to put you in prison. Could you imagine that? It's unfathomable. But for certain countries, that possibility exists. It's a reality. Man, we got referees here. Oh, yeah, it's nice. The referee blows the game. Hey, ref, you suck. Maybe you got some trash thrown at you. Could you imagine being a referee with a blown call and having your family kidnapped? It sounds crazy, right? People actually deal with this. I ain't joking. 855-212-4CBS. Steve is calling from Ohio. Yo, Jr. What's up, dude? I I have to tell you what, man. I try to keep my politics to the side, even though it seems to be uh, really driving this conversation tonight. But uh, I do have one question for you, if you don't mind. Are you there? No. Oh my good. Yep. Too late. <laughs> That went well. <laughs> you got spooked. What do you think? What do you like? Oh, the conversation is going to politics. He's not I used mean. to host that actually listen. Uh, well, he he said he's not used to a host that actually listens. No, that because he was shocked that he's actually getting that many words out at once. 
Oh, okay. He doesn't understand you actually listen to callers and then answer. I, I try. I try. The ones who don't just come through and try to bombard and, and things of that nature. And you barred into you being Beetlejuice. Yeah, yo. Is, is this JR? No, I'm I'm Santa Claus. It's it's December 24th, and I'm coming down your chimney. Here I am. Where are my cookies? Um, this is a political conversation. Nah, th- listen, man. I don't I don't I don't sit around and go. Well, this is political. Let me not touch it. I talk about sports, and I talk about the reality of sports. I talk about human beings. For me, there ain't no separation between some guy building a stadium and the guy who plays in it. If that's a little bit too political for you, then that's that's your business. I don't I don't find it to be that way. I look at people and I look at human beings first. I could give a rat's ass whether somebody uh, is like uh, blue or red or purple or pink or in between or supports this or that. I support people. I support humans. I support right over wrong. I am not a perfect human being, not my damn self, not by a long shot. But I don't give a damn about people's politics, man. I really don't care about people first 855-212-4CBS Dom is calling from San Diego hey Hello? Dom you're live what's up JR how you doing I'm good go ahead first of all thank you for calling it football that, that is the, the term for it anyway it depends on where you're that. from that doesn't matter either but go ahead okay cool um, yeah no the United States national team I know it's uh, it's growing. They're looking they're looking better. They got a good talent pool now. Good a young core of players. They look solid defensively and in the midfield. But going forward, they lack so much. And it's, I've watched every United and I'm not even a U.S. men's national team fan, but I've watched every single game because I'm interested in this talent pool that they have. And going forward. You just lack, and it's just boring to watch them. Uh, uh, especially today, when 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 Tim Weah or I mean Weah, Weah left the pitch and, and Pulisic got hurt. Going forward, they offered me nothing. And Wales and Iran are not the strongest teams. The Netherlands has a pretty pretty decent squad, so we'll see how. Oh, they the def- yeah, the defense is is crazy. And thank you, Don, for calling from San Diego. Yes, the United States of America has has work to do. You know, most of the times you think about any sport that is being represented by the United States of America, they end up on top. Is it basketball? We're the best. Is it baseball? We're the best. Nobody else plays our football. If you have to think about hockey, you think about Canada, but the United States of America is always competitive as well. You think about racing. We tend to be competitive. There's nothing in regards to the world of athletics for sports that, that we play and fully participate in that the United States of America typically doesn't go out there and kick ass for sports that we really give our all to. Soccer is not our sport. The, the United States of America has been trying to get involved. I mean, damn it, they had Jurgen Klinsmann come in, who was a German, just to come through and, and hopefully impart some wisdom on this squad. Didn't work out. It's going to take years before the United States of America catches up on a global and national level. So there's no expectation for them to win the World Cup. If they should do so, it would be one hell of a surprise. One hell of a surprise. They're in the middle of things, man. I think we know that. If you're watching or if you're watching the USA, you're you're hoping for an upset. That's it. 
Rick is calling from Toronto. Go ahead, Rick. Okay, thank you for taking my call again, uh, JR. Uh, yeah, we play football in Canada. Uh, last Saturday, LaBelle played the Saskatchewan Huskies in the LaBanier Cup in Canada. Thank you, CBC. That's better than what CTV and Bell Media did when they had the Grey Cup on uh, TSN. Uh, we had to pay for it. Hey, hey, hey Rick, talk, talk, to, talk to all of us in North America right now, not just to, to Canada. Go ahead. Okay, basically, uh, Canada is not a perfect country. Indigenous people have been treated badly. We had to change the team in Edmonton because it was a politically incorrect team. The team's now called Elks instead of that offensive, offensive name to the Indigenous Inuit, Inuit people. Uh, I, I, FIFA is a dirty thing. Qatar. Our country will be eliminated on, on Thursday, December the 1st, uh, in the World Cup against Morocco. Thank you for uh, players in Canada for, for playing in the World Cup. Thank you for the Davis Cup team that won recently in tennis. We are number one there. Thank you very much, Canada, for everything. But um, it's sad. Uh, U.S., thank you. You're doing what you're going to make. I don't know if you're going to get us against Netherlands. Okay. So, uh, hopefully, uh, th- I know about the, all the per- people who passed away from all those uh, migrant workers in Qatar or Qatar or whatever they call it. And hopefully in the future, uh, I know okay. they're going to have it in Canada, too. Unfortunately, okay. there's a filter issue in the NFL yeah. in our country, too. It's okay. an issue. And because soccer players have contracts that say you cannot play in field turn. You have to play in grass. Yeah, Hopefully yeah. the NFL will fix that, too. Okay. Thank you Th- for thank having you. a good night. Thank you, Rick. He shoved, uh, he shoved about a million words in uh, one, one loose leaf-sized piece of paper. Jose Kohler from San Diego. Go ahead, Jose. Hey, JR. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for slowing down. Go ahead. <laughs> no problem. I've got two points. The first point is, I think, out of all the journalists and reporters that I have heard from sports interviews, I think soccer journalists are one of the worst, if not the worst, journalists on the planet Earth because, one, they always try and get a headline for something that really doesn't pertain to either the player or the coach. You see it all the time, play, um, coaches getting asked about different players that aren't on their team about Greg Ber- Greg Berhalter and stuff that really doesn't pertain to him. So it's not it's nothing new for in the soccer world for reporters to try and get a headline out of players. And the second point that I have is I like the fact that you're talking about soccer growing in the United States and I think that the biggest problem to soccer not growing to where it should where it could be is the fact that there's a massive barrier of entry when trying to actually play the game in the at the youth level. Whereas I think you have basketball fields and football fields all over the place. Uh, I, I, I wouldn't agree with that because one of the re- – this, this, so there's, there's two things here. The, your first point yeah. about uh, media being antagonizing, that is, that is very normal. I will agree with you that it goes to another level – I think that most Americans don't necessarily know or realize or understand when you think about what goes on in the Premier League, when we think about transfers and, and, and rumors. It is, it is tabloids in a whole different world. It is like yeah. TMZ times a million just for, you know, imagine every day there's a new rumor for LeBron and the, there's no free agency. It's just a whole different world. So... I, I certainly understand that. I think that is different. Uh, people being antagonized, I agree with you, can go to an extreme. 
But there's a massive difference with what took place today or, or yesterday when the Iranian journalist badgered the American player, Tyler. That is not that that's not common. I mean, that the World Cup doing that is is very different. And your second point here uh, is you talk about the access. I think it's access yeah. due to interest. One of the reasons why I believe soccer or football is played the way it is all around the world, you don't need nothing to play it. Like I've seen people play the sport, and you've seen it too, on dirt yeah. patches everywhere on planet Earth, and you don't need anything. I've seen people play with tattered balls. I've seen people play with rolled up ball. people make their own soccer balls and they're kicking it so i don't think it's because of lack of resources here in the united states of america i don't think it's because of of, of lack of resources to play it's not like it's it's hockey or it's golf or or baseball you need a million people i think it's interest and as the interest grows here i think and we see this the sport will continue to do so mls is in a place Look, I remember in, in New York, and thank you, Jose, for calling from San Diego. Man, the Cosmos, the Metro Stars, New York Red Bull, NYCFC, things have grown, and they continue to do so. I'm going to take more of your calls, 855-212-4CBS. How about this? Yeah, we're talking about football. We're talking about soccer. And, damn it, I'm enjoying myself. I'm going to talk to you on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First off, I just want to say mad respect for your show. You always uh, got a lot of good points. I agree with a lot of things you say. I just want to say I love your show. Me and my grandpa listen to it every night. I needed a JR fix tonight, and I'm glad that you're on. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. We're talking about the World Cup. The good, the bad, the ugly, the everything in between about what's currently taking place in Qatar. The United States of America, they went over Iran today. I, I say Iran, otherwise that journalist will come look for me and try to whoop my ass. And now they go on to face the Netherlands this upcoming Saturday. So if you want to watch some football, you want to root for the USA, tune in. It's coming your way. 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. United States of America, they win, they move on. They lose, they come back home. And at least people will give them a round of applause and not, not threats for, for jail for losing. 855-2124-CBS. We have a lot of callers on, folks. So uh, in the interest of trying to get everybody on, please be succinct. You don't have to ask me how I'm doing. I'm doing great. Just make your point. Try to do it quickly and be awesome about it. Alex is calling from Miami. You're on CBS Sports Radio. JR, really quick, just want to see uh, what you think about this. Back, uh, I feel like like Pulisic is kind of like a Landon Donovan back in the day. And I'm not sure why or what this rant is about, but I feel like Landon Donovan never got his fair shake. He was left off a World Cup roster when he was, I guess, priming. 
I mean, the fact is he comes to, to, to Major League Soccer and he wins some championships and stuff. So, you know, what happened there? Why, why did he never make that roster? My understanding, and I, I could be wrong, and if someone has that answer, by all means, please call me up and correct me. I believe he had an issue with the, the current coach at that time who was uh, a German and wanted to take a, a different approach. And we see this quite a bit. There was, I can't remember who it is exactly right now, uh, but they're actually, I was reading about this. There are quite a few players who beef with their managers in their own countries, and they, they get left off. Mm, that was, I mean, that was a great roster. Altador played uh, overseas. Oh, Josie? Uh, I don't know if I'd go as far to call them great. If I have to think about in comparison to some of the other countries and what they produce, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. But it was, it was a better squad. I think it was a, like a more complete squad. Well, um, anyway, uh, it was uh, more complete when he was a part of it. But okay. Well, we, well, thank you, Alex. We, we got a squad right now who's in the – the, the, the group of 16, knockout rounds. I'm not going to shortchange them, and they continue to grow here. Patrick is calling from San Francisco. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, just wanted to make one quick point. Um, the problem, I think, with soccer in the U.S. and why we don't see the success uh, with the men's national team that we, that we should um, is that there is an underdeveloped pipeline to get the most talented players to the highest stages. So it's, uh, I've got a couple of buddies who played at a really high level, and they, they've told me that you don't really see that big of a difference in the talent level between like a D1 game and an MLS game here in the U.S. Um, and I think that it's also very political and for the guys who get a chance to go overseas and play. Um, so I think we're seeing that pipeline develop, and it's becoming more common for guys to go overseas and play over there. But what we Correct. really need here is like, a, a much better way to to get the guys who are talented and get them over there so they can get the training and the exposure that is available there but not here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, even if you think about someone like Christian Pulisic, uh, and and I'm I'm trying not to go too deep into the weeds here, but we have a lot of of American players, and this is this is the same for highly touted guys all over the world. You have the major league, which is the Premier League. People want to go to the Premier League. A lot of times, they might start off young in the Bundesliga, which is the German, uh, the German league, and then they get outbid, and then they end up, you know, playing in the Premier League. And so, it's a huge pipeline. If if we think about it in the reverse, and thank you so much, Patrick, for calling from San Francisco. Look at look at the NBA. I think that's the best. I think that's probably the best indicator for a global sport that we play here in the United States of America, dominated by Americans. Look at the influx of overseas players that currently play in the NBA. Luka Doncic was a professional overseas as a teenager before he was drafted by the Dallas Mavericks. Think about how many players want to come into the NBA because it's the top league. Do we send guys out to play in Slovenia? No. If you have to go out there to play professionally, you do. Because you probably can't play in the NBA. It's the same. Think about Now think about that reversed with football or soccer on a global scale. Most people are trying to play in the French League. They want to be in La Liga, in Serie A. They, they want to be in the Premier League. They want to be at the top of the top. 
except for all of the talent is coming from all over the world. And this is a sport that they prioritize in most places as number one. It's tough. And you're trying to get an American out there? Americans are competing on a global scale to only fit on a finite amount of teams. That also has a relegation system. I'm going a little deep right here. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Going to take a break, get to more of your calls before we roll out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. God bless you, JR. I'm a huge follower supporter and listener of your show been admiring you for years i follow you on twitter it's an honor to be able to talk to you man you're listening to the jr sport brief call in now at 855-212-4cbs yeah you can follow me on twitter at jr sport brief same for instagram i want to tell you about my amazing time in baltimore but we have so many callers here wanting to talk about the world cup that we're gonna have to do that tomorrow In addition to every single thing here we're talking about now, we're going to get a a top six tomorrow, but let's get to the phone lines before we roll out. 855-212-4CBS. JT is calling from Harrisburg, PA. What's on your mind, JT? Hey, thanks for having me. I just want to thank you for uh, exposing some of the things that are going on in the Arab countries, and uh, that's the norm over there. So for you to bring this to light is like uh, you're blowing blowing the roof off of things over there. So that's why the one person, when he admitted the 400 deaths, he knew that that, was in, that wasn't even a third of possibly how many people have died over there. And um, most of them come into the country through underground slavery work groups called TCNs, which is third country nationals. So, um, yeah, this, you, you guys are blowing the roof off of this as, as hopefully others listen to it, even though it's late in the morning, you know, uh, thanks for what you're doing. And if well, you want to get more information on this, I have, you can have my number off well, the air and well, I can tell you more information on this. No, I think, I think I know all I need to know, JT. I appreciate you, man. All right. Thank you. Thank you as well. It's not always that damn late. We got people on the West Coast listening. Chris is calling from New Hampshire. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jerry. How you doing? Good, man. Go ahead. Good. I appreciate the call. So I know that they're trying to push this whole World Cup in the United States, and they're trying to do it worldwide, and that's like a hard push right now, but I don't think it's going to happen because if you're watching – you see the countries that are controlling what's going on with the games, and half of these, like, if it was owned like the NFL, it was owned by certain people, then there would actually be fair soccer games going on. And I'm watching the World Cup Thanksgiving. I sit down with my family and we're watching it, and it's like it's not even half of the stuff that's going on in soccer isn't even close. We we played England. We didn't even get a shot on goal. Like, really? <laughs> like, we have a good team. So, to me, I don't even think, like, the World Cup is going to make it. They're trying to get into the the United States 
They're okay. trying to get into well, the commercial situation, well, he is, and it's not well, going to happen. Okay, well, just to, to be clear, and thank you, Chris, for calling from New Hampshire. The World Cup was last year in the United States in 1994. So it did happen. It did take place. It's set to be here four years from now. And I think everybody involved wants to make money. So unless there's some uh, political issue that happens to take place between now and then, which is, is possible, uh, I'm not necessarily worried about that. Uh, Anthony is calling. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Jared, How you doing? Good man, go ahead. Uh, real quick, um, I just wanted to say just positive vibes. Um, I love what I see from both Canada and the United States as far as developmental de- development in soccer. Um, I'm seeing, I'm starting to see the investment, man. I really am I'm starting to see these kids get more involved. I have two kids of my own that's involved in soccer as well, and you know what? It's a safe sport, and I think it will catch fire, man. I, I, I seriously do, and I hope it okay. does because. It's it's a great sport. It is. I, it is. I, I, I agree with you, man. I love it. Uh, let's see if it does catch fire. I believe it's going to be a continued slow growth, but it's 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 it it's, moving, it's it's moving forward in a in a fast way. I detailed some of the teams that we have. Alex from Boston, go ahead. I have one thing to say about the Iran reporter. Uh, if you want to ask about politics. He's on the wrong place in the wrong time. Those guys are professional soccer players and they, they, they ask something about the game, right? Not politics. And uh, he said, I appreciate it to accept my call. Love your show. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Alex from Boston. Sean is calling from Oregon. Go ahead, Sean. Hey, Jay. You know, I've been watching this uh, soccer casually and I haven't heard anything like what you just told me tonight. That's real disturbing. I can't believe that that's going on. And that's just, you know, I've been in construction all my life. And, you know, and I've been frustrated with uh, safety policies and everything like that and regulations, but I'm thankful for them. That makes me even more thankful right now. And, and, that, and I hope somehow these people are able to get some kind of laws against humanity and maybe sue some of these contractors that did some kind well, of Shanghai slave labor thing. Here's, here's uh, an unfortunate update, and thank you, Sean, for calling from Oregon. Uh, th- there have been labor rules that have been changed. Unfortunately, a lot of these rules have taken place after these stadiums have already been built. Abby is here from D.C. Hello. Hey, Abby, go ahead. Uh, first, th- thank you for covering the World Cup. That's great. I, I love the game of soccer or football everywhere else. Um, I did want to ask you, I came into your show late, so I heard you say something about bribery to get into Qatar, but I, that's something I want, to fo- I want to focus on, just how much bribery was there. I mean, nobody, they shouldn't put the players through playing in this heat. Well, the players, uh, they've actually moved. The, the World Cup typically takes place in the summertime. Uh, Qatar, after almost four years after they secured the bid, they moved it to November. There were a series of issues from Qatar's infrastructure to the heat uh, to the ability to host the games that would lead you to think and believe that this, the, the country, which is big as Connecticut, uh, isn't fit to host it. Uh, right. There are videotaped just issues of FIFA officials being bribed. Uh, this is something that gets voted on year after year when you think about the next iteration of where it takes place and i cannot i cannot share with you all of it in the next four minutes 
but there is tons and tons of evidence. There are tons of indictments. There's there's tons. You know, this corruption is rife all over the world, uh, especially yeah. when you think about sports, international sports, and uh, how Qatar got the World Cup. And, and similar to Russia is uh, almost <laughs> in the same boat, Abby. Right. That's, yeah, I, I, it's just, it's so sickening to think about. It think is. About it. Um, I had a friend who worked there, um, CIA, and he used to pronounce it Cutter. <laughs> well, there's th- listen, th- there's actually a, a New York Times article on how you pronounce it, and that's also uh, something. Every- Thank you, Abby. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. George from Cleveland, you'll get the last word. Hey, how you doing? I appreciate all the talk here with uh, the World Cup. and I just got a little bit of thought on that, you know, listening to your show. Um, I think organically, you know, the U.S. really doesn't doesn't have a culture. We've never really been brought up with like other countries, for example. That that's all they have. Um, yeah, correct. You know, we've got we've got the pleasure of having the football and the baseball and uh, the hockey and things like that for many many years. And and then you know then you have other countries that are very passionate about it, and that's all they really have. So. You know, organically, I think, you know, like you said, it's going to take 40, 50 years. But I still think even with that much time going on by, you know, soccer or football, if you will, my family's from Costa Rica. So, um, you know, everybody has a little bit of thought. Now, you mentioned something. Well, George, you're running out of time, man. Can you do it in 10 seconds? Probably not. Yeah, I can. Look up, um, you know, as far as passionate. You don't go back to a country. Look what happened in 94 World Cup. Um, uh, the guy, I think his name was Escobar or Smith, you know, from Colombia. Yes. He shot his own goal, goes back to Colombia, and yeah. they murdered him. Yeah, well, thank you, George. He actually did it in 10 seconds. George is not lying. Hey, Shep, you get the final word because you're here. Go ahead. I would just say for someone, Jr., that's not familiar with the, with the, with the bribery and the regulations and the procedures and really the history of the World Cup, it's amazing that the, my, my biggest takeaway, Jr., is it's amazing that so many people have an interest in the sport who live in this country because it's just not talked about on a national scale. So so good for you for bringing this topic up. And it just sounds like um, there's a lot of shadiness going on, and I think I'm putting that mildly. Oh, tons, unfortunately, all over the world. Um, I hope that we don't get any further horror stories here with this World Cup. And if you can sit down and enjoy the soccer, I, I certainly hope that is the case. Thank you, Shep, for another amazing night. Thank you to everybody for listening all across North America. We will be back with you tomorrow starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm going to bring you a new top six list. I'm going to tell you about the amazing trip I had to Baltimore, Maryland with Special Olympics. You can find me online at JR Sport Brief. That is on Twitter. That is on Instagram. But don't move here on CBS Sports Radio because Amy Lawrence, she's coming up next. Be safe, be well, be cool. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.